Hey, you guys, we are in Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, yes, we are. We got here last night. When I say we, I mean myself. Um, Kyle's coming, but I had took the day off work. Oh, gosh, I needed it. You know when you just, like, you just need it? You just need that break. You need that day away from the grind or not necessarily the grind, but like you need a break from the grind that you, you don't enjoy necessarily. Like I love the grind, but I love my grind. I love the things that I love to grind for. Like like this, like podcasting and, and writing books and doing my isogenics work. But when it comes to like the corporate grind, that's a different kind of grind that you, you just need a break from. Um, you just need to breathe sometimes. So I am staring at this beautiful I mean if you're a city person like I don't know I guess there's a different appreciation for a good country look and view with the mountains and the trees and then a good city look and view and right now I am in a city look and view and I love it and I'm appreciating it um and I'm just taking a second and I wanted to get on here today this is actually going to be you know, I've had, oh gosh, ideas just come to me for this podcast so much throughout the week and I do not have the time to sit down and record because of my job. So I find the time elsewhere, like today. And so today I'm cranking out three podcast episodes on topics that are near and dear to my heart and I wanted to get on here and talk about because it's something that I've been struggling with. I've been thinking about a lot. You know, um, an author once said, if you ever want to know what an author is struggling with, go read what they're writing about, right? Like you're never going to read something written by someone who has never struggled with that thing in their life. When it comes to the self-development world, you know, with books or podcasts or whatever, like people talk about the things that they are struggling with because we learn from our struggles. We know what to talk about when it comes to the things that we know so well. And that, that is our struggles. That is our pains. That's our obstacles and our challenges. Those are the things that are near and dear to our heart because they're personal. So we know them in and out, right? Like you don't want, you don't want me getting on this podcast, talking to you about, um, biology. You you trust me. You do not because you would laugh in my face because I know nothing, right? But I can get on here and I can talk about jealousy and I can talk about how hard it is to be honest with yourself and I can talk about feeling not good enough and I can talk about feeling like I'm never going to get to where I want to be and I can talk about feeling like um, no matter what I do, it's not successful and feeling like... um you know, setting goals and dreams and having a plan. Like I I can talk about that stuff because I know that stuff. I know it. I live and breathe it every day. Every day it's a feeling of not feeling good enough. It's a feeling of feeling like I'm not going to get there. It's a feeling of feeling like I'm going to get there working for it and then feeling like I'm not going to get there again. You know what I mean? It's a feeling of jealousy. It's a feeling of of, of discouragement, whatever it is. I, I know these things. And so that's why I get on here and talk about it. And I don't get on here and talk about biology or mathematics or anything that I have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, That being said, I wanted to get on here and talk about this idea that you can't outrun yourself. 
You can't outrun yourself. So many of us spend so much energy and we spend so much time and we spend so much effort trying to build ourselves up with other people and pouring ourselves into to things that other people like to do. Going to bars, other people like to go to. Going to parties, other people want to go to. Wearing clothes, other people want us to wear. Doing things other people want us to do. Instead of pouring into the relationship we have with ourselves, you can never outrun yourself. You can never run away from yourself. I think we try I think we try to run away from ourselves with drugs and alcohol and sex. I think we try to numb out ourselves because we don't like to look in the mirror. We don't like that. We don't like to see who's really there. It scares us. And I think that's why like we as a world, a lot of people are guilty of just running away from themselves. It's really hard for people to own up to the truth about themselves. I know it is for me. I know it is for me. Last week, I it was last Friday, and there were plans that fell through with my friends, and, and I was upset. I was upset. And I had this really honest talk with my mom, and my mom was straight up. You know, she just was like, you know, Annie, you're not flexible enough. Like, your routine is so good. It makes you so good at a lot of things that you do. You're very driven. You know, you get a lot of stuff done more than most people. However, it doesn't leave you much room for flexibility for relationships. Like, you're not flexible enough for people, you know? And that hurt to hear. But it's also what I needed to hear because it was the truth. And... My version of running away from myself is running away into my routine. I love my routine so much, but it's also something I hide behind because I am afraid that it, isn't that, let me just, isn't that funny? Like the very thing that's killing us softly is also the very thing that we run to. Like for me, it's my routine. I get up at four, I work out, I don't eat, um, unless it's from 12 p.m. till 8 p.m. And I I do my shakes, I do my cleansing, I do all my stuff. And like, I am so rigid about my routine. It's like, if I have free time, I'm going to be writing my next book. If I have free time, I'm going to be podcasting. If I have free time, like I've always, I feel like I've got to be producing, producing, producing. Because if, it, because if I stop, if I stop, then I actually have time to think about all the things in my life I'm not happy with. In all the things in my life that I feel so empty about. Something, I guess, like a big... And like, I'm being very vulnerable with you guys on this podcast. And I'm doing that because I feel like being vulnerable allows other people to be vulnerable. And this might be your... I mean, some people, like your your Achilles heel is not your routine. The thing you run to to numb it out is not your routine. It's drugs. It's not your routine. It's alcohol. It's not your routine. 
it's that it's that boy that you keep texting and sending pictures to that you shouldn't because he shows you a little bit of attention yet he doesn't care about you it's not your routine but it's that relationship that you know is toxic but you keep going to it because it gives you a little bit of a high you it's not your routine but it's it's that place it's that place that you know you know it's not it's not serving you fully, but it's serving you just enough that you keep going back to it because it feels good. And what do you do when the very thing that's helping you in one area feel good in one area is also killing you in another area? What do you do? I don't know the answer to that. I don't. But I'll tell you what, I think... We've been living behind masks for a lot longer than 2020. I think each and every one of us has a mask that we hide behind. For me, it is my routine. It gives me confidence. It gives me stability. But so much so that it also separates me from anything that I find uncertain. And I don't, I don't like uncertainty. I don't like things that don't go according to plan. Literally last night, I got here and the hotel gym is closed because of COVID and I had to figure out another gym to go to and it was a whole shabacle and I freaked out and some of you are like this girl's crazy yeah well guess what for you it's going to be something else that's just my thing everybody's got it I'm not saying it's good I'm just being honest what's your thing What's your thing that you use to try to run away from yourself? What's your thing? I think the first step is just realizing what it is. And then the second step is trying to moderate it. You can't go from zero to, or from a hundred to zero. You know, you can't just say, oh, I use alcohol to numb everything out. I'm just going to stop. I mean, I guess some people can, but... I think a much more realistic approach is just being aware of it and then moderating it. I remember, and this is in my next book I wrote about, my sophomore year of college, I was in a relationship and I, the person ended up breaking my heart and I was, I was broken, I was devastated. And I started, that's when I really started running. I mean, running 14 miles in addition to, I was playing D1 college tennis at this time. So in addition to the tennis practice and the weights and the conditioning, I was running 14 miles. And my, my mentality was I, my heart hurt so bad. I needed to feel so brutally exhausted by the end of the day to be able to sleep. Because if I wasn't so exhausted then the pain in my heart would prevent me from being able to sleep. Like I wanted, I wanted there to be a different kind of pain I was feeling than the pain in my heart. And so I chose that pain to be exercise. Like I wanted to be so out of breath and my legs to be burning so bad that I didn't even have time to think about the pain in my heart. And I ran and I ran and I ran and I was literally running away from myself. I didn't want to look at myself in the mirror because I knew the second I did, all the pain I was feeling 
that's what I'd be looking into. And I didn't want to see that. And some of you, like I said, running wasn't your thing. Routine wasn't your thing. But when you experience heartbreak, you do go to the bottle. You do go to the cigarette. Or maybe you go to Tinder, right? Or maybe you go to money. You're obsessed with making more money because you associate money with your worth. And you're, you're using all these things as band-aids for a bullet wound. And guess what band-aids can't do? They can't heal a bullet wound. The only thing that heals that is time and acknowledging that it's there. So you give it the proper attention that it needs. What are you running from? What are you running from in yourself? My sophomore year of college, I was running from heartbreak. I did not want to, I didn't want to see the girl in the mirror that had just gotten her, just gotten dumped and just gotten heartbroken. I didn't want to see that. And when I finally did, when I finally slowed down enough to look at myself, there it was. Because that's the thing. You can run, you can drink, you can smoke all you want. But it doesn't go anywhere. That pain doesn't go anywhere. You cannot outrun yourself. There is no routine in the world that's going to discipline the pain out of you. You've got to face it. You've got to look at it and you've got to face it. This week I realized, you know, I have so many incredible people in my life, but at the end of the day, I am the only one that I am guaranteed to spend my entire life with. It's just me. Just me and God. That is the only, like me, Annie Mayfield, I am the only one that I am guaranteed to spend the entirety of my life with. No one else is guaranteed to spend the, my entire life. And even if they did, like even if for some reason it worked out to where like, I mean, God forbid, but like I died sooner than my parents or something like that and they were with me my entire life. Like they, they aren't at the same time because there's nights where I'm crying alone in my room that they're not there. There's nights I'm, I'm you know, I'm crying in the car that, that my friends aren't there. There's nights I'm... I'm I'm crying myself to sleep and and you know th- those people aren't there. As for you too, you are the only person you are guaranteed to spend every single living breathing second of your life with. And if you're faithful or you know spiritually driven, then you also understand like God as well. Like you and God, that's it. Why are you trying to outrun the very person that is always going to be there with you whether you like it or not what helped me my sophomore year of college and and even now when I find myself resorting back to my old habits of trying to outrun the pain literally um, is reminding myself that emotions are amazing tools I think God gave us emotions to, to navigate us, 
We spend so much of our time judging ourselves for what we're feeling instead of becoming curious about it. I think God gave us these internal compasses that that are trying to say, hey, hey, you're hurting. Take a second. Or hey, you're angry. Take a second. Or hey, you're really hormonal right now. <laughs> Take a second. But instead of taking a second, we judge them. And we say, this is wrong to feel. I'm just going to ignore you. Instead of being curious about them and saying, what is my spirit trying to tell me right now about my situation, about my heart, about myself, about the world around me as I see it? What is, what is my emotions? What are they trying to tell me? Stop judging your pain. Start leaning into it. Start becoming curious about it. We spend so much time judging our pain. And that leads us to try to find a way to numb it out. It's okay to have pain. We all do. Whether you admit it or not, like, like we, we all have pain. We all have fear of rejection. We all have fear of not being good enough. We all have fear of not getting to where we want to be. We all have fear of falling off. We all have fear of whatever situation we're in, of it always being this way. And the minute you can understand that that you're human, you're gonna feel those things. You're not supposed to feel happy-go-lucky all the time. The minute you can appreciate the emotions and the pain that God allowed you to feel. Did you know it's a blessing to be able to feel pain? That's an indication that you're still here. You're still here. You're still living. That's a blessing. So let's start asking what it is it's trying to teach us. Pain is an amazing tool. Because how, how I, Annie Mayfield, perceive pain is different than how you perceive pain. We all perceive it differently because our bodies in our pain and in our brokenness are trying to tell us something about ourselves. Stop judging it. Stop trying to numb it out. Stop trying to outrun it. Listen to it. Listen to what it's telling you. When you're lonely, Listen to why. Why are you lonely? Are you lonely because there's no one around? Or are you lonely because you have a lot of people around, but you feel like none of them actually know who you are? Do you feel like you're not good enough? Is it because you're holding yourself to an impossible standard? Or because you're putting way too much pressure on yourself that you aren't even trying to do anything because if it's anything less than perfect, you would rather not do it than do it at all. It's okay to feel pain. But don't outrun it. Stay right there in it. That's the true testimony of strength. I used to think strength was... Being able to smile, show a brave face, pretend like everything was okay when it wasn't. I, 
I don't anymore. I think the ultimate test of pain, excuse me, the ultimate test of strength is being able to stay in your pain and not trying to outrun it. Being able to say, this sucks, but I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm sending you guys so much love today. And I hope you got something from this. And I just want to remind you today, wherever you are in life right now, you are there for a reason. And I get really emotional talking about this because I think that's the thing I struggle with the most right now is not being there yet, you know? That sucks when you have so many dreams and goals and you're not there and you're it's not even that you're not there. It's that you're so far away from there that you you feel like you're never going to get there. But you're here for a reason. You're in this season for a reason. The pain you feel right now is for a reason. And if you can't find a meaning for it, create a meaning. Life is all about creating meaning in every single one of your circumstances. Every single day. I create a meaning for my life. Because I know if I don't, I will fall into a pit so dark that I don't know if I'll be able to come out. You've got to create meaning for your life. It's just a decision. It's just a decision. Sending you guys love.